the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. Learn everything you need to know to make a living outside the 9 to 5 grind and crush it at life. You'll learn from inspirational guests and in-depth discussions. Go from employee to entrepreneur and start creating a life you love and still pay the bills. So here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Let's get on with the show! This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status in recognition for their commitment to social entrepreneurship. Hello, powerful nonsensers. Welcome back. Look, if you're on YouTube, look at this. Looks pretty swanky. We've got a nice new studio setup going on. It's because of all those interruptions we were getting. We had enough and we yeah. decided we're going to... All the doorbells going, landlords showing up. Postmen kicking off. Postmen kicking off. Dustbin men outside, causing a ruckus. Women outside. Women outside. Going to see the powerful nonsense boys. <laughs> so we had enough, and we thought, <laughs> it's studio time. Yes. So here we are in the powerful nonsense studio, we will call it now. I think so. As opposed to the powerful nonsense studio, in inverted commas. Somebody's house, basically. <laughs> <laughs> So, welcome guys. We've got a really interesting episode planned yes. today, I think. Well, I think it's one of those ones that actually just needs to be done. It needs, it's needed to be done for a while. Yes. Um, this is kind of our planting the flag in the ground, line in the sand type This is episode. what we stand for. This is what we stand for. It's, we've been doing the podcast for a long time now. 117 episodes. This is the 118. This is the yeah, Including this one, yeah. Yeah. Um... And, you know, the podcast has changed and evolved and grown over time. We change and everything. And and so because for us the podcast is about kind of our journey and learning what we learn along the way, sometimes it's skewed off in one direction at times and skewed off in another at times. And so this kind of episode is just kind of like clarity. Like I keep referring to it to you as like the powerful nonsense manifesto. Which will be the title, right? Yeah, I think so. Sounds like, good. what do we stand for? Um, I think I still think we should do a little downloadable PDF. Could do. Well. I think that'd be quite nice. If we do one, it'll be linked up in the show notes <laughs> slash on the video. Um, but yeah, so this is kind of, as I say, our line in the sand. What do we stand for? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. I think so. I think it's going to be a really good one. It's one, as you say, we've needed to do for a long time. It's also just as much for us, I think, as it is for you. Because it kind of clarified a few things in our heads. Yeah, because we've, we've kind of been guessing what we think you guys want to listen to based on the things we are kind of going through. And obviously, a lot of the time we focus just on business or we got mm-hmm. really into entrepreneurship. But then we're like, actually, that's not our whole lives. There's so mm-hmm. many other aspects. And we thought, actually, if we can kind of put those all together and kind of build this sort of lifestyle around what we do. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's other people out there that want to get involved. And obviously for us, entrepreneurship is kind of that the, the core of it. It allows us right. to do the other things around it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like now pulling in other aspects of being so that we build that sort of powerful nonsense, holistic right. life. So as such, given that we're going through this, you'll probably find quite a few changes to the sort of content that we're putting out there as we kind of, now we've got our clear list of the things that we that we hold dear, if you will. Um <laughs> you'll probably see a little bit of shift in the content that we're doing. But that being said, I think it's not going to be different content as such. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a more holistic approach covering 
wider aspects. Um, yeah, so shall we, shall we get off. on in? So we're going to kind of do this in a way we're going to talk through points of what we stand for and then we're going to mm-hmm. have a little discussion around those mm-hmm. and move on, right? Yeah, exactly. Wicked. Okay, so you kind of touched on this a second ago and I think this is kind of our starting point, which I think has, has really kind of um, defined powerful nonsense up to this point, mm-hmm. which is that entrepreneurship is a means of taking back control of your time. Yeah. Which I think is why we focus on entrepreneurship so much because we feel... Like, if you're going to try and live life on your terms, do the things that you want to do, entrepreneurship's the cornerstone piece to that. Without it, you're going to struggle to do the other stuff, which we think is important. Yeah, and obviously, like, you look at a nine-to-five job, the core of a nine-to-five job is, okay, we take this allotted time off of you, Mm -hmm. and so that, for us, is not... And in return for that, we give you some money. Yeah, and so for us, if we're saying, actually, no, time is your most sort of valuable asset, Mm -hmm. then we're kind of saying, well, entrepreneurship allows you to buy back that time. And so for us, in order to do everything else that we're going to speak about, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to be entrepreneurial, because otherwise, if you're just in that nine-to-five, it's more than likely that you are working nine-to-five, you are there five days a week, and so you're basically not going to be able to do all the other things that we're about to talk about. Precisely. I think you kind of nailed it. Is that it, really? Is that yeah? I think. Point? Well, I mean, I think that that explains to the audience uh, at least why we focus so much on entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Like, without entrepreneurship, we believe you're going to really, really struggle to fulfil the rest of the stuff yeah. that we think is really important. I don't think we'd be able to do this podcast now if it wasn't Absolutely for being not. entrepreneurial, because we've managed to buy that time back by doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. We can now have the time in our day. So, do you mm-hmm. know what? We'll get together and do a podcast every week. Right. So that's what we're saying. You've probably got different values or different things that you value in life and you can't do those because you're kind of mm-hmm. chained to your desk every week. So we're saying actually you need to find ways of earning money because obviously money is what people attach to time. Right. If you've got your bills covered, then people are like, well, I don't need to work anymore. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like about getting those expenses covered to buy back to time, the time so that you can actually work right. on your values. And this isn't about like changing your job title to entrepreneur. No. I think when we talk about entrepreneurship, we're talking about a lifestyle choice yeah. and a way of thinking, a mindset. Yeah, we're not talking Bentley suits no. and six-figure salaries. Yeah. <laughs> we're not talking on your Facebook, it says entrepreneur yeah. as your job title. It can be whatever career path you want, mm-hmm. but it's about being entrepreneurial with that. So it's about going out on your own. It's about getting private clients and things like that and you could be sidepreneurial as well which Mm -hmm. is still entrepreneurial yeah it's just you've not you've not completely cut off the day job you're going in and doing stuff on the side to earn another revenue stream which is yeah i have friends that i speak to all the time and they've kind of like cut their hours down at nine to five to maybe three days a week and on two Mm -hmm. days the other two maybe they work on their freelance gig and slowly they transition over and suddenly they realize they're earning more so it's this idea that we are trying to work figure out ways so that you can buy back your time ultimately precisely Cool. Cool. So the next point, which kind of is a continuation of what we've just said, mm-hmm. which is that money supplements your lifestyle and not the other way around. Yeah. So it's this idea that you shouldn't be working... Uh, you shouldn't be... Working for the sake of working. Yeah. So you shouldn't be, like, giving up your lifestyle for the sake of money, mm-hmm. is what we're saying. It should be... Money is what gives us the choices in life. Mm-hmm. It allows us to do things that we want to do. And that's where we should... That's kind of the relationship we should have with money. Yeah. Not that money equals happiness. Yeah, I think obviously nowadays a lot of people have that sort of scarcity mentality about money. It's like the more you have, 
the more safer you are, mm-hmm. the more secure you are. Or actually, often, I, I don't know... Well, I think in some ways that's true. In some ways it is true, but then again, it's like, well, are you just trying to earn the maximum amount every single month, just go to full out that you have no life around that. And mm-hmm. you're so afraid. Like, my dad's got friends who are millionaires. Right. And they still, like, shop at, like, <laughs> car boot sales and stuff like that because right. they just save all their money, money, money. They're so money-driven, but then around it, they have no life. Well, that's it. I found people that are incredibly money-driven um, spend don't spend as much. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of think, well, what's the point in all that work to get all of that money? It's like the richest man in the graveyard yeah, syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if you're going to make the money invest it spend it enjoy it mm-hmm. don't just that's where you put, need pop it all in something. a bank account for yeah. I mean obviously be sensible with your money I'm not saying be frivolous mm-hmm. with it but enjoy it and then there's the other side of that is people who are earning like their most they can each month where it has to go up every month because they're literally their lifestyle is gaining so they've got a new car they've got a bigger house they've got they're going out more than ever they're buying expensive clothing it's people who then on the other side of it they are forcing themselves to earn more which means they're forcing themselves to take time away from themselves and they feel tired oh god i've got all these expenses but then we're also about actually we live our lifestyles very minimally we can go out and enjoy ourselves but it does not have to be at a level where we are slaves to having to work more and more it's about right. knowing why are you needing that Bentley why are you needing those clothes every week to make you feel good why it's not obviously that's people's decision they want to make but ultimately we're saying that these things that you're tied to these these products you're buying are they actually allowing you to then go out and live that lifestyle you want right exactly so yeah so money supplements your lifestyle not the other way around mm-hmm. okay Next point. This is one that we haven't talked about for quite a while, really. Yes. But it is, I think, fundamental to mm-hmm. to kind of our vision of the world, uh, which is currently, I'm going to say currently, because I think it is going to evolve very soon. But currently, the education system still promotes an industrial lifestyle, which doesn't allow for living life on your own terms. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just so clear. We know that people are coming out. They go for the educational system and the, you ask any person in year 11 now who's doing their GCSEs and say, what's the next step? It's either college, which means more education, or it's go get a job mm-hmm. nine to five and hope that somebody hires you. So for me, I think that nowadays, actually the opportunity to go out and be a freelancer, to start your own business, right. to actually just figure out, actually, do you know what? Maybe I can do this on my own. Maybe mm-hmm. I can create the job that I want based on the values that I have. It's so available, but young people today are just like oblivious. It's always back to that, go get a job, work nine right. to five, da 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 And right. so I think slowly the shift is happening. The reason why we do this podcast is because of this shift. Mm-hmm. We were the same people. I was the same when I went to uni thinking, as soon as I come out, I need to go work for somebody. And so I then got enlightened by these other opportunities available. Right. And so for us, yeah. The industrial revolution has gone the way down. We know that. Right. We're in the digital but revolution. we're stuck with the industrial mindset people based right. in a digital world. Right. And so our idea is to actually educate people to be able to see that entrepreneurship is another option. We want people to be leaving education saying, you know what, I could get a nine to five and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. either as long as you're doing something you love and you don't mind giving away some of your time. But on the flip side, if you want to choose to do something you love and you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to have control of your time, here's another option and it's mm-hmm. super available. Nailed it, mate. Boom. Nailed it. Um, so this next one, I think, is so key to like the way uh, millennials in particular think mm-hmm. and young people, um, which I think is also <laughs> what the older generation is struggling to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, although as they're getting older, are beginning to understand, <laughs> which is that we're driven by experiences. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for us, it's not about the Bentley. It's not about the material things. It's about what things are we going to get to experience during our, in the grand scheme of things, short time mm-hmm. on this planet. Um, and and because of everything that we've covered already, um, you, you kind of need control of your lifestyle. You need control of your income. You need control of all of this stuff so that you can just go, oh, there's an experience opportunity that I only found out about yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I've only got tomorrow that I can go to do it mm-hmm. because it's a one-day thing and I can just go. Yeah, I think the problem here was I think our older generation had a sort of hoarder's mentality where they thought, you know what, let's collect the money up first and then when we get to that age, right. then we'll enjoy ourselves. Right. Whereas we're like, well, actually, our parents hit a midlife crisis. They've not, they're maybe not in relationships anymore. They neglected their family because they were trying to work too hard. And we're like, actually, we see that. We've seen that's happened. And we're like, actually, can we actually do the experiencing while we're young still and right. kind of spread it out over life. We'll work hard, but we'll also play hard and we'll experience hard and right. we'll travel hard and yes. we'll kind of get it in now so that we don't have to be in a walking stick on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Like on a, yeah, with a walking stick on a cruise going around, not enjoying yourself. We're like, we have the opportunity to travel now super cheap. We can use Airbnb to stay in a hotel super cheap. Yeah. There's so much availability to experience even going out now. You've got like Groupon and bits and pieces like this, which you can go out really cheap, enjoy yourselves, be around friends, and we're kind of like, we want experiences now because tomorrow's not promised to us. Nope. And we know that even if we do work nine to five for 30, 40 years, that doesn't mean we're going to be happy and healthy at the end of it. Precisely. <laughs> Precisely. As you say, like, there is no guarantees that we're going to make it past today. Mm-hmm. So you may as well just use the time that you have to enjoy and experience as many different things as you can. Yeah, and it's not that sort of kind of YOLO, fuck it attitude. No. It's more just being more mindful, I would say, being more present. Mm-hmm. There's a very thin line between YOLO and being present. <laughs> but I do <laughs> think it is that idea that we are very grateful for for today. And we just know that tomorrow is not 100% promise. So we right. think let's enjoy our friends, our family today. Mm-hmm. And this isn't everybody. This is just our sort of mindset. Right, of course. But I think that's it's this point that informs a lot of things as well. It's this point that makes you go, well, yes, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial thinking is the way that I can tick this box. Mm-hmm. Um, as I say, because it just gives you that freedom and it gives you that control of your time to go and experience these things. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, as you did, uh, quit your job to go travelling for six months. No. Although ultimately you didn't go travelling for six <laughs> months, but that's another story. But but you had to quit your job in order to do yeah. that travelling. You could, if you're an entrepreneur, travel and still work at the same time, mm-hmm. depending on how you set up your business. And it's yeah. things like that um, that allow us to go and experience these things. Definitely. Cool. cool. I think we should take a break. I think so as well. Uh, so we're just going to take a break, thank our sponsors and shizniz. So we thought we'd just take a few seconds just to say thank you to our sponsor, yep. University of Northampton. Huge thank you to them for supporting the show. Um, so why should you check them out? Well, first of all, we're we alumni. There. We yes. went there. So everything that we kind of deliver to you it kind of comes from them in a way. Um, but also they're not just about getting a degree the thing we love about Northampton Uni from experience is the fact that you come out of your course with your degree but also there's so many options on the table they understand that it's not just about going out and getting a job anymore it's also about the possibility of setting up your own business and becoming an entrepreneur 
And to top that off, <laughs> it's not just about setting up a business, it's about setting up a social enterprise. That's their specialist area. So if you're thinking of setting up a business, it can also be one that's doing good to the world and delivering social impact. So check them out, northampton.ac.uk. And a huge thank you to them for supporting the show. Welcome back. Hello. So we're covering our manifesto. manifesto. What we stand for. The pillars of powerful nonsense. Yes. The, oh, I like that. The pillars <laughs> of powerful nonsense. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay. So, let's jump straight back in. Uh, this one we've kind of touched on briefly already mm-hmm. in everything that we've said. But just to make the point, uh, being human... I like this one. Being human requires a holistic lifestyle. So health, fun and experience. So it's about that work hard, play hard look after yourself, make sure you're not burning the candle at both ends, Mm -hmm. none of this YOLO bollocks. (laughs) Make sure that you are looking after yourself, but having fun at the same time. Yeah, people were not made to literally work all the time. You can go look at the Mm -hmm. evolution of tribes. They would go out and hunt in the morning and enjoy in the evening, be around each other, Mm -hmm. talk to each other, eat together, work. You didn't have to work out because you're running around to hunt. I'm lucky for us, we've got supermarkets that give us our food, so we need to go and train ourselves to stay You could healthy. run to the supermarket. You could do, but most people you know, just click That's probably in, not a bad idea, actually. Click an order online and, uh, yeah, and then just fight the food off the shelf, start punching <laughs> it off the shelf and like kick people over. Wouldn't it be great if you went into the supermarket with like bow and arrow and shit? Just, uh, like, <laughs> just like go to the meat aisle. And <laughs> <laughs> just gri- grab it in a headlock and pull your chicken out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have to do that. So I think as well, I think we've come so far away from what a human is, is to like what we do naturally. We aren't meant to sit at a desk for so many hours every single day, stagnating at our desk, mm-hmm. brains stuck on one thing. We like to be creative. We like to move about. We like to eat healthy. We like to be around our families. We like to go and experience new things. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, like the point says, humans require that holistic lifestyle. And we believe that, again, entrepreneurship is something that can supplement that. Boom. Cool, we've got a lot of points Jamie, to get through. Jamie, you're nailing these today. Um, okay, so the next one is one that I'm big fan of. Uh, embracing technology. Yes. Um, we think that it's something that enriches our lifestyle. It's going to dictate the careers of the future. And also, let's be honest, it's the biggest tool that we have that previous generations didn't have. Mm-hmm. So we may as well use it, use it to the max, work out how it can benefit us and just go with it, run with it. Yeah, and I think a good point to make on this one is the idea that I think we know that technology has helped us do things more efficiently, Mm -hmm. but the problem is we've now upped our work ethic to it. So now we think, okay, we're we're much more efficient, so we don't have to work as hard. But then we say, okay, let's do more. And Uh so actually technology isn't about just making sure that you can do... I know five days work in one day it's actually about well actually I bought myself two days I can now be holistic right it's that idea it's not about using technology to just exhaust you and now be on, on your apps you're on social media on everything it's about knowing that you can dip in look at the mm-hmm. news quickly on your phone for five minutes rather than sitting on the couch for an hour going through news right you've freed up another 50 minutes to go talk to your sister or talk to your brother or go visit your nan or whatever else mm-hmm. so yeah I think that's the thing about technology we know it's yeah. made us more conscious we're more aware we're more um aware of different things that are going on in the world in the world how to live how to eat and it's again i think we're going to talk about this point in a bit i think technology has allowed us to super be able to question things like we right. are questioning things every week now we're learning new things we're 
being able to talk to you guys on the web. If you're if you're listening to us, then you're you've used technology to learn some more right. to open up your thinking. So for us, I think technology is key, mm-hmm. but it's not to then let it like engulf your life. Yeah, it's about using again. It's about enriching the lifestyle, and that's mm-hmm. where I think that's for me when I think of technology and people go why do you love technology I'm like because it just enriches your mm-hmm. lifestyle if you want to be more productive you can use it to be more productive if you want more entertainment you can have more entertainment like the whole thing just allows you to build the lifestyle that you want entertainment yeah but well <laughs> you know I think oh oh oh, oh. let's not oh. go there um <laughs> uh, but <laughs> <laughs> throw me now I'm going to move on to the next point on that bombshell that's probably best to do that <laughs> <laughs> okay actually this is an interesting point to follow on that not is. from what you've just said I know but although, although you could do or what you've implied rather is that <laughs> I hate you so much uh, relationships are king yes real relationships <laughs> real relationships but do you know what yeah. do you know what I think technology has like really benefited the relationship space as much as some of the older generation don't want to admit it like mm-hmm. I am friends with so many people that I haven't even met in person yeah. but I can pick up the phone and talk to because of technology and we went and met our friend who we interviewed on right. the podcast in Ireland that came out of nothing we didn't know the guy originally and then we got together so. exactly so yeah anyway but yeah relationships are king it's about the people that you surround yourself with it's about like even when it pertains to entrepreneurship um, like I was thinking about this earlier today the biggest thing the biggest key to I think any success in business is the relationships that you build yeah without a doubt yeah I think the more you open up that network you've got a problem and somebody springs to mind now like mm-hmm. over time I've managed to build that up so if someone needs something I'm like okay I know that person who has this right. and this person has that and mm-hmm. slowly slowly it builds up and everybody helps each other in that network exactly exactly but it's not just business it's also the yeah. lifestyle that you lead like if you it's that that uh what's become a cliche now but the uh, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with if you surround yourself with obese people you're going to become obese yeah. or at least more obese than you were <laughs> right yeah and obviously going back to what Guy Winter said like these relationships are your emotional nutrients these right. are your mental health these are people when you're feeling down you speak to them and suddenly they enlighten you on a different perspective that mm-hmm. makes you more relaxed and so we need people around us. And I think, yeah, relationship is vital to the entrepreneur, to being a human, ultimately. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. Yes. Um, this is a really important one. And I think this is the one that really defines the millennial generation. Yeah. I think if, if you could sum up the millennial generation, this is the thing I would say. Um, we think it's really important to actively question the way things have been done before. Yeah. Don't look at the status quo and go, it always has to be that way. Because as Steve Jobs says, one of my favourite Steve Jobs quotes, and this is the this is the quote that which really changed my life and the way I think about things, which is that uh, when you look around at the world, you realise that it's been built by people no smarter than you. Mm-hmm. And when you start to tweak things and poke things and see what happens, that's when life really changes. And I think it's so true. Yeah, that's where the technology comes in. Like we can now see, I mean, look on a Facebook feed, you can suddenly see people trying to raise awareness of different mm-hmm. issues that are going on, going on around the world. We would have never been able to see those before. Right. And like you say, you can poke things quite <laughs> quite cheaply and quickly and easily. Mm-hmm. That sounds really wrong going back to... <laughs> <laughs> Will you behave yourself? Yeah, but yeah, I do think... Thank God that... we don't sell ourselves as a family show. Exactly. <laughs> X-rated. <laughs> But um, yeah, like I was saying, like that quote says as well, we can just question things. And I think that might mean speaking to somebody, that might be listening to a podcast, that might be picking up a book, watching YouTube videos. 
And so, yeah, we are, we are willing to kind of go out there and question these things, and that's where the change happens. Cool, next one. Super. Uh, okay, so we've got two more. The penultimate yes. one is that we're purpose and values driven. It kind of links back to the, what we've just said, in, but in that, like, in fact, it kind of encapsulates most of what we've said. It's about what you stand for and why you stand for those things mm-hmm. and why you do what you do. And as a, as a society, I think the world would be a much better, happier place if everybody thought that way, yeah. rather than just being like, I want lots of monies. Yeah, and I think the problem is, I think the industrial mindset has kind of like already sort of impregnated our minds with what we should care about and what mm-hmm. we should want from society, what we, yeah, all our expectations. And I think, if anything, this is the point where I think most millennials need the biggest amount of work mm-hmm. is to kind of go back to what do I value? What, 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 what is purpose, like find how to be purpose driven. I think that's what I've had to do over these few years. I think the more you read, the more you kind of explore yourself, the more you get to know what makes you tick, mm-hmm. what you do like, what you don't like, what you stand for. There's great, um, the Martini um, value uh, test that we put on one of our, we'll probably link to it, but I think that's one thing that everybody should sit down and do. It helps you kind of gauge what your values are because I do think a lot of millennials are confused on what they care about, which is why it's so hard for them to make decisions going forward. But when you know your values, you just kind of say, should I do this? This is what I value. Will that be affected? okay, I don't go ahead with that. And I think, yeah, I'd say this is a really good point about millennials, but I do think that's probably where millennials need the most work. I, I would probably agree with you there because I think with millennials, just quickly, there's kind of a lot of that, oh, yeah, we're driven by experiences, we want all this sort of stuff, but we don't really know why yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why people, the older generation have this view that millennials are entitled mm. because I think because they're not connecting the dots in why do I want all this stuff? It's, it almost comes across as self-centred, mm-hmm. self-centred as opposed to if you actually have a purpose and the reason why you want to achieve those certain things, that's when people can frame things a lot more differently when they're looking at you mm-hmm. because then it's like, oh, oh, I understand the motivation behind that rather than just, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. Yeah, and I think unless you don't, if you don't know your purpose, it's really hard to be an entrepreneur because then mm-hmm. it usually is where the fire is underneath you because every time you're demotivated or you're feeling like you're struggling, you go back to your purposes, you go back to the reason why you're doing what you're doing and that again kicks you off, starts going like, we don't have to do a hours of podcasts every week right but we love it it's part of our purpose we like to learn we like to share we like to connect so again that's why it becomes easy for us to do mm-hmm. exactly okay final point yes and I think this and you think you actually asked for this one to go last mm-hmm. and I think good choice um, it kind of sums up everything that we've just said in, in many many ways which is that success is a unique thing to each person so mm-hmm. question your definition of success yeah, because it's easy to look at everybody else around you and say, well, they look successful. But then mm-hmm. it's what are you, if you look at somebody who's rich and has a nice car and you say they're successful, then it just tells you that the story you're telling yourself is that cars and money and ass and like products are a successful person. But you go deeper into that person mm-hmm. and there could be somebody else who really massively values relationships and friendships. And then you look at that person with the car and he's lonely. He's got no friends. He, right. He's hoping somebody kind of pays him attention or he's got too much money he's so hard to trust people suddenly you say well actually this guy's in poverty in mm-hmm. the friendship and the relationship department and so it's kind of understanding like what again going back to the values what do you value and and success is kind of this big blown up word that everybody uses all the blog posts uses it had become successful etc but ultimately 
it's something that's really inside you. You decide mm-hmm. it. For somebody, it could be just caring for somebody else is your definition of, of success. It could be just being there for a friend. It could be bringing up your family in the best way you can. It could be maybe working that shitty job just because you want to make sure you've got a roof right. over your family's head. That right. means you're successful. Just because you're not an entrepreneur earning six figures doesn't mean you're not successful. Right. You are successful. It's kind of really think about yourself. What what brings you happiness? Mm-hmm. What are your values? And then you can kind of gauge your own yeah. personal success. And we talk about all this stuff. And again, we always say this is our ways of thinking. We're not trying to put it on you. We're just saying this is how we see things. And so it's up to you kind of go out and really think about how you want to define success boom Jem you're on fire today on fire sweating that's what I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> so that that's that's kind of it in a nutshell yes. what, what we stand for and we sat in a cafe and kind of really put yeah. down these uh, points one after the other really mulling over well it was about time because we've you know as I said at the beginning we've been doing this for a while now we've kind of had a very general idea of what we stand for and a lot of themes come up and crop up on a regular basis but we've never really actually put it to paper really put it in black and white what are the things we stand for and you know I think you guys would probably like that more clearly defined we needed it more clearly defined uh, and I think it's only going to be a good thing so that you will see shifts as I say in the sort of content we're putting out we're going to be experimenting with a few new things the core basis of it's going to stay the same though so don't don't worry um, <laughs> great so, yes. that's the episode. Uh, we got a couple of asks, as always. Mm-hmm. Please leave those iTunes reviews. We've had some new ones recently. Yes, people are listening to our ask and actually yeah. taking action, which is nice to see. One from, shout out as well, from Marcus Bronzy. Great podcast. the How to Kill an Hour podcast. How to Kill an Hour. Amazing Decent. podcast. You want a good laugh? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the opposite to this. It's like, <laughs> not too heavy it's not heavy at all it's just no. it's just a couple of guys just sat having a good chat about what's been going on it's pure uh, London bands it is so so good <laughs> it's one of my favourite podcasts at the moment so shout out to Marcus Bronzy and Funk Butcher yep <laughs> so check them out but yes please leave a review on iTunes um, if you're listening on the podcast app and also if you're watching on YouTube hit that subscribe button give us a thumbs up and leave a comment awesome and we'll be eternally grateful Thanks very much, guys. We shall catch you next time. See you later.